Have you ever wondered what the secret is to creating a thriving and engaged online community for your business? Or maybe you've asked yourself, is it okay for me to be different in this industry? And how can a mentor possibly change my life or change my business? Those are just a few of the things you'll discover as you listen to the doer's journey of my special guest, entrepreneur and personal trainer extraordinaire, Jeffrey Witherspoon. Welcome to the Doer's Journey podcast, the podcast that will motivate and inspire you to not only be a hearer, but to start being a doer. Because you know deep in your heart that there's so much more in you. The purpose of each episode is to provide you with actionable steps that you can take to assist you in your journey towards your goals. We will have topics that are relevant to you, and you'll hear from experts and influencers that will provide you with information you can take action on. I'm your host, Carlos Frank. Now let's be doers and dive into this episode. All right, the Doers Journey family, welcome to this episode. And I'm excited today because I have with me Mr. Jeffrey Witherspoon, personal trainer, entrepreneur, philanthropist. And, uh, you know, for me, I like to call him a friend and we'll get into that story a little bit as far as uh, how I know Jeff and why we brought him on. But Jeff, welcome. Hey, I'm happy to be here, man. Thank you, Carlos. And also to your uh, Doers Journey fans here. I'm definitely excited to be a part of this. Oh, this is going to be great, Jeff. You know, Jeff, I wanted to bring you on because there's a couple of things we can talk about. And I do want to get into your story. Um, Jeff is a personal trainer and he has... You know, I was just looking over your group, Jeff, your E2M motivation group. You got like 2,300 people in there and definitely want to talk about that. And, you know, this episode, we're going to be talking to the entrepreneurs that are listening and especially when it comes to creating a powerful community, you know, what your secrets were around that. But before we get into that, Talk to us a little bit about your doer's journey, Jeff. You know, how did you get into personal training? So for me, personal training was, like you said, it's a a journey, like the doer's journey. It was a journey for me. So I started out getting into training other people when I learned how to be a hand-to-hand combat instructor. That was my first time getting a little bit of a taste of instructing. I kind of put it on the shelf for a few years and then... A friend of mine got into bodybuilding. I've always been a fan of Schwarzenegger and uh, Lou Ferrigno and um, Serge Olivier and all those guys. I was always a fan of those guys. And so I decided to get into bodybuilding for myself. I wanted to go into natural bodybuilding. So I went into natural bodybuilding and competed in the physique category of natural bodybuilding. During that journey, I just loved the fact of being able to motivate somebody else the same way that my buddy who got me into bodybuilding motivated me. And I took an interest in wanting to learn all that I could about health and fitness and training and whatnot. And he said, hey, Jeff, why don't you go ahead and get certified, man? Get certified like me because you love this stuff. And that's what I did. I went out and got my certification, became a certified personal trainer. And uh, that began my journey. Now, talk to me that natural bodybuilding, because I'm I'm sure there's a lot of lessons you can learn there. What what are some lessons that that you feel like you you pulled from that, from competing, that you've been able to bring over to your entrepreneurial journey? Yeah. So one of the biggest things about my business is I'm a supplement-free business. Supplements, you know, the supplement world is huge. There's a lot of money in it, but it's not my thing. 
Um, that's not my lane. Now, I don't knock anybody else that it is that their lane. And more power to you. I, I'm a positive brother. I don't down down anybody's business or what they do. But for me, I'm a supplement free guy. And so the natural bodybuilding world is not necessarily supplement free. They're enhancement free. So you can't use any type of um, illegal drugs. Anything you can't buy over the counter uh, would be considered illegal in the natural bodybuilding world. So any kind of steroids or fat burners that are high power, things of that nature, you cannot use those. So I had to learn how to do things with natural methods, with just food, food and exercise. Now, learning how to do that really benefited me later on when I got my business started. Awesome. And then just to give a, a little backstory of me and Jeff here, how we got to know each other. Jeff and I actually met in college. Yeah. Running, yeah, running track together, I think, what, my, our senior or my senior year. And Jeff yeah, was a, yeah. a freshman. And freshman. what's that? I was a freshman, young, yeah, young boy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the Citadel, we called him Knobs. So, yeah. you know, I can attest to Jeff where he came from because Jeff was this skinny guy that came in. <laughs> and man, I, I look at Jeff yeah. now, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm so, and Jeff, I, you know, I want to acknowledge you here on the, on the podcast yeah. myself because I know the journey you've taken from yeah. you know, where you were to where you are now. And I just want to acknowledge you. And like I said, you were one of the people I definitely knew I had yeah. to bring on to this podcast. So yeah. talk Thank to you us. Talk to us, Jeff, you know, what made you decide to go from like the, the regular personal trainer route where it's usually, you know, one-on-one -on -one in the gym, you know, to building something online like you have with, with your E2M program? Yeah. So um, great question, Carlos. So I started out as a regular normal trainer, but it was more um, focused on group fitness for the YMCA. So I was living in Louisville, Kentucky, and that's how I landed my first job as a personal trainer. Um, I had made some friends with some local guys in the gym, and uh, one of the guys that I became friends with was the manager for the downtown YMCA in Louisville, Kentucky. So he said, hey, Jeff, once you get certified, come work for me. I was like, man, that'd be great. You know, a guy who had years of experience in the game, wanted to allow me to come and work for him. So I started out doing that, and uh, that's kind of, it kind of threw a little bit of gas on my, on my fire mm -hmm. because getting those clients in my group fitness class, seeing them wake up early in the morning. I had the early class. I had the 6 a.m. class. So seeing people wake up early in the morning to come and get their fitness in um, who, you know, had all who came from all walks of life. You had business people, doctors, nurses, things of that nature who had long days ahead of them that would get up to make sure they could get their workouts in. So mm -hmm. that's how I started out. But I could only influence so many people. And I kind of saw how, how small my scope would be if I stuck to just doing group fitness or if I just stuck to doing one-on-one -on -one personal trainer, personal training. And I wanted to have a little bit of a broader impact. The idea kind of came to me because people um, from around the world, I have friends all over the place, they were like, hey man, can you give me a program? Can you write me a program? Can you write me a meal plan? Things of that nature. And I was like, man, I have maybe 30, 40 people in my group fitness class but I can reach out to people all over the world if I took my business online. Right. And I think that's a, a great lesson in what we like to call scaling, you know, one-on-one, yeah. -on -one, like with myself, when I was doing one-on-one -on -one coaching, you know, one-on-one -on -one is great because you yeah. get that, you know, that intimacy, but when it comes to being able to scale, like doing what you're doing, there's no way that you like right now, your community uh, at E2M yeah. Motivational Group, you know, has 2,300 people. 
and yeah. you have what on average and you know we'll at a different podcast we'll talk about yeah. your your eight yeah. week program on average yeah. how many people are you bringing in to each one of your eight week cycles right so um, and that's something that uh, that I want to make sure that the the viewers and the future entrepreneurs know. So I've been doing this for two years, which is not a long time for an right. entrepreneur. But the way that I structure my business, I have growth each time. And so now my growth rate, I'm basically at four to five hundred clients per eight week uh, iteration. Four so to five hundred. Say that again. Yeah, yeah four to five hundred. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So so I started out with five. So again. There's a there's um there's fruits in sticking to the journey, and so starting out with five to now I'm at five hundred, I've multiplied times a hundred. Right, one hundred. So you one hundred. So talk talk to us about that, Jeff, because you go from five to one hundred. There's a lot of learning going on during yeah. that time period. So what would you say one of the things was that that really helped you out to to make that 100x growth yeah so it really was making sure that my my product was the best um by giving my clients the best product they helped me grow that that is the secret sauce for me mm -hmm. um, i made sure that every single client it, there's a ton of work that goes into this and that's something that entrepreneurs should know mm -hmm. um, this means late nights late late nights making sure that uh, any adjustments I needed to make, any special requests I needed to attend to, everything that I needed to do for my clients, they got it. And I started off as just myself, excuse me, and I made sure that every single client that I had was getting every single penny of their money's worth. I went above and beyond for every single client, and I took nobody for granted. Mm -hmm. And that started to establish a, a, a reputation for me in the fitness community and amongst their friend circles that if they wanted to get in shape, they could trust me that I would make sure I give them results. So let's talk about that because there's a question that I like to ask all, all my guests. So I'm going to ask this to you, Jeff. What yeah. would you say is your doer superpower then? You know, what has helped you, you know, get to this point? Even maybe if, if it's something that was yeah. before you got into physical training and being a personal yeah. trainer, what would you say your, your doer superpower is? Yeah, I, I would say my superpower, Carlos, is, is very simple. It's I'm relentless, man. I don't stop until I reach my goals. I don't let anybody divert me. I don't let negative thoughts or, or, or um, people or, or challenges, roadblocks. I don't let anything stop me. I, if, if I have to stay up all night and not even sleep, I'm going to figure out how to solve a problem. Any problem I have, I just won't stop until I figure it out. I want to figure out how to get better, how to go harder, how to be more streamlined, everything that can make me better. If I'm focused on a goal, I will not stop until I reach that goal. And, and that's something that, uh, you know, people that know me can say about me. I am not a talker. I am a doer. Mm -hmm. And I, I can definitely attest to that. Now, talk to me, Jeff. Be, be, I know you're being honest with me, but I knew the Jeffrey Witherspoon of 1999. <laughs> yeah, a long time ago. So was that superpower there in 1999 or was that something you've had to develop over the years? No, it wasn't. I'll tell you, I had a life changing event and this was um, something that I'm always proud to tell people about. I was in a career field where I was at the top of my career field and I wasn't being pushed. 
I was at the top of my career field and um, I, had, I, I had really reached a, a place in my career field where there was no challenges left. It was, I could only go so far so fast by the way the structure or the organization was set up. And I ran into a guy that was a little bit older than me and um, I asked him, I said, hey man, what time are you going to work out tomorrow? Because, you know, I had made friends with him, frat brother, whatnot, met him in the gym, and I just wanted to work out with him. And I didn't know what he did. I didn't know his background. I just knew that he was a successful, uh, you know, guy with some success. So I asked him, I said, what time are you going to wake up in the morning to work out? He was like, well, I wake up when I want to wake up. And that, and that, uh, that phrase kind of hit me. I was like, what do you mean you, you wake up when you want to wake up? Mm-hmm. It was like, Jeff, I work for myself. I'm an entrepreneur. I wake up when I want to wake up. If I want to wake up at noon and go work out, I can wake up at noon. And it wasn't any arrogance to it. It was the truth. It was like, hey, I can wake up when I want to wake up. And that, that like ability to control his life, control his finances, to go as hard as he wanted to, to slow down when he wanted to, that lit a fire in me to say, why not me? Why not me? Why, why can't I set my own pace in my life mm-hmm. and not be bound to a structure uh, of my uh, profession. If I set my own set my own pace, I can go as fast as I want to go, and that got me all in entrepreneurship. Wow, you know, a lot of people, you know, call that the the aha moment. Uh, sometimes with with my clients, when I've worked with them in the past, it's that you know that never again moment, and right. then you know with you, it's the you know the why not me moment. And right. I, I think that's great. So, so you met this guy. Now, did he become a mentor to you, or was it just that you know that one experience with him? He did. He became a mentor to me, and like I said, a very humble guy. And he actually looked for every opportunity that he could to give me lessons and teach me things, and just talk to me about uh, when I when I did become you know more financially stable um, and financially free that. Uh, ways that I could handle myself, ways that I could go about uh, handling newfound money, basically, not blowing my money on, on frivolous things and how to save and, and how to look at things in a five to 10 year plan versus, hey, man, I have some money now. I'm going to go out and buy a brand new car. I'm going to go out and buy a new gold chain or whatever it may be. Um, how to have that money set aside for other business ventures. And, uh, and that was definitely mentorship that I appreciate till this day. And whenever I talk to him, I always say, like, he gets tired of hearing me say it, but I always thank him for, um, for, for, I didn't have, I didn't have anything to bring to the table. All I had was, you know, open ears and an open mind to bring to the table. And he poured into me uh, motivation. Now, I think that's, man, that's so powerful. Um, and it's actually one of the things that I wrote down that I wanted to ask you was, you know, the power of mentorship because you know we got somebody that's listened listening to this right now and i think jeff and you can tell me if you agree or not but one of the traps that we might fall into as aspiring entrepreneurs or even people that are entrepreneurs now is this lone ranger mentality especially online where you know you want to do it by yourself and hey i don't want to work for anybody anymore but talk to us about a little more about mentorship and have you had any other mentors outside of him that's helped you along the way? Yeah. So to be honest with you, I'll tell uh, all the aspiring entrepreneurs something that's very important. A lot of people that are, are successful, 
you have to prove to them that you are worth their time to invest in. You can't just say, I'm a dreamer. Invest your time in me. Like, coming into this interview with Carlos, Carlos has been my friend for many, many years, many years. So I'm going to stop and make the time for him. But if somebody said, hey, man, I'm thinking about being a personal trainer. I got this idea. Can you give me an hour of your time? I may, I, and Carlos will tell you, I'm a nice guy. I just may not have that time that day. So if I see a guy at the gym that I noticed that's a personal trainer and he's training and he's like very energetic, smooth, making things happen, you know, looks the look, walks the walk, talks the talk, I may say, hey, man, let me give you some business tips to help you improve your business as a personal trainer. I may seek out to give mentorship. Or if somebody was to come to me, I may say, well, tell me what you're doing right now and give me some background on you. If they say, hey, I'm thinking about being a personal trainer, I may have time to give them a quick, you know, motivational pitch or whatnot, but I may not have time to mentor them. And so um, for me, it's almost like uh, everything that I do now is, is based on my time scale. My, I only get a certain finite number of minutes in a day, and all of them count for me. I use every single one of my minutes in every day. I, I have never been bored. If you ask people about being bored, I'm never bored. There's always something that can't be done that day. I don't have time to be bored. And so for me, I look for people to mentor that I would have, basically when I was in their shoes, how I would have benefited if somebody that was a little bit above me would have came back and said, hey, man, I see where you're at right now. Let me help you skip a step. Let me help you skip two steps by giving you this nugget to drop in your ear that's going to skip you a couple of steps and save you some time and make you better. Well, let's talk about that then. So if you could go back, you know, I was listening to this guy talk about back to the future. If you could go back to yourself two years younger at the start yeah. of your, your venture, what's one thing that you would share to two years old, younger Jeff, yeah. as he's starting his business that you feel like would help him accelerate even faster than he did? It's a, it's a simple phrase for this one, Carlos. I would tell myself that it's okay to be different. Oh, wow. I spent a lot of time trying to be like other trainers. I'd say, man, this guy has 100,000 followers. I need to be like him. This lady has 200,000 followers. I need to be like her. I need to try to get my social media game up. I need to do this and do that. But if it's already been done, you can't. My, my new mantra is I want to do what other people aren't doing. I Say that again. Say that again. I want to do, do what other people aren't doing. Because for me, it, it's, it's almost like uh, there's a fallacy when it comes to the personal training and fitness world. It's like cookie cutter. Do what this person did because they got it this way. But if they already got it, they've already captured that market share. You know, look for where there's an opening. I'm always looking for where there's an opening. So if everybody's over here buying Coke and there's a ton of Pepsi, I may go buy a Sprite. So you got to look at where there's an opportunity that is not being tapped. So right now, the, the fitness community, the, the online training, the, the fitness influencers is flooded. You can't, you can't open your Instagram without getting hit by a fitness influencer. So I knew that I just couldn't go that same route after I learned that lesson. Now I, now, I started out wanting to be like everybody else. I wanted to be a fitness influencer. Then I learned that being a fitness influencer wasn't my route. My route was taking care of my clients, 
having exceptional service and letting them be the mouthpiece for me instead of me being the mouthpiece to the world. That's awesome, man. It's okay to be different. And, you know, another word that, that I've been uh, looking at too is just authenticity, just being your authentic self. You know, somebody told me once, hey, stop trying to live like a copy or basically just be yourself. Everybody yeah. else is already taken. You know, there's yeah. only one Jeff and we need Jeff and we need Jeff's light to shine. And um, for you that are listening right now, you know, you need to let your light shine. You need to dare to be different. You know, you need to, to yeah. be authentic and you don't need permission to be authentic because you're going to yeah. bring something to the table that Jeff can't bring or that I can't yeah. bring because that's your personality, you know, yeah. coming through. So that, that's powerful, Jeff. Yeah, I'll tell you one thing, and this is interesting to know. A lot of entrepreneurs try to protect their intellectual property. And I was the same where I wanted to protect mine. I didn't want anybody to steal it. What I learned that if you create something and you make it your own, excuse me, and you do it your own way, if somebody tries to steal what's yours, what you created in your own path, they'll have a tough time doing it. Multiple people have built my program and tried to carbon copy it, like exactly like I do it. But they don't have the same success because they don't understand all the ingredients that went into making the pot. They, they, they may see the crust. They may see the filling but they don't know the secret ingredients. And if you don't have that one ingredient, it tastes a little bit alike, but it's not as good. And when it's not as good, it's not gonna have the same results. And so I, I will tell those entrepreneurs out there, don't worry so much about protecting, protecting, protecting. Blaze your own path. Because if you blaze your own path, you can be the first. I'm not the first online trainer by any means, but the way I do my business is very unorthodox. I'm one of the only people that have a lifetime membership where you buy in and you're a member for life. Once you pay in one set cost, I train you for life. I don't know many online trainers that do that because that's not part of the business model. They may sell you a program, but you don't get access to them for life. All you get access to is the program. You don't get access to coaching, training, uh, motivation. You don't get that. You get the, the program you bought, the item. And that's it. You don't get continued training. So there's that and several other things that make my business very unique that you have to have a lot of pieces in play that it took time to put in play in order to replicate. Man, there's so much value in what you just said there. Let's, let's talk about a little bit about that. You talked about your secret sauce and uh, just give a little more background as far as Jeff is concerned and, and how I've followed him since the beginning of his, his uh, personal training and his E2M, you know, pers- eight week program. I personally went into the program uh, and I'm going to be honest and Jeff probably knows this. I was being a little more of a fly on the wall, just seeing how things were going. Jeff had asked me to come in and just, you know, just ask me questions and things like that. But then also my wife came into the program probably about uh, 16 weeks ago, 32 weeks ago. And she started the program and she got phenomenal results. And one of the things, and and I say that to say this, Jeff, because I want us to to kind of wrap up with this last thing, which I believe for the peop- for the person that's listened this far you're about to get the golden of the golden nuggets as far as yeah. what Jeff has been able to master and I want to talk about what you've been able to do with creating this phenomenal community and 
for you that's listening right now, what I'm saying with the community, Jeff has a private Facebook group that he has for all of his clients who have lifetime access to it. And in this group, I'm in several groups on Facebook, probably just like you listening right now, you're in different groups uh, across social media. But this is one of the most engaging groups where you have clients and people talk. And it's, I'm not saying that Jeff's always doing the engaging. I mean, you have clients that have been here for two years, um, new clients that have come in and you actually call them the fit fam. And it's just one of the most engaged groups. So talk a little bit about that, Jeff. Was that something you did intentionally or did that just grow organically as you were going on this journey? A little bit of both, Carlos. I will say there's a lot of organic growth there and there's a lot of um, strategic placement that I do. Like yourself, you didn't necessarily need to lose any weight, but I knew that the fitness program would help you kind of stay on track, but I also knew that your leadership would be important in the group. So I also seek out people, like uh, several of my mentors are in the group, um, a lot of type A people, um, uh, high, highly driven people are in the group, and I put them in the group for the sole purpose of continuing to help the group stay motivated, stay focused, and stay accountable. So for instance, I have some people in the group that that basically they don't need to lose weight. They just want somebody to help them be accountable and have a community that's gonna be uh, interactive as they do their workouts. Those people, they come for motivation. So they give motivation. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times the organic reach comes from, if if you create a positive environment, all the people that come into that environment, they either become positive or they get weeded out. Because the preponderance of my group is nothing but people who are on the same mission, same goal, driven, focused, positive, and they won't allow, because I set the tone for it, any negativity. I don't even allow negative talk. You can't even talk negative about yourself. I'll, I'll, I'll be messaging you shortly after, like, hey, we don't do that. So if, you don't, if you're not happy with your body, let's me and you talk about how we fix that. This is not a place where you come on and say, oh, I feel fat today. I hate my body. I hate myself. That's not how we do it here. I will delete that comment, jump right in your inbox, and you and I will find a way to get that changed around, get that mindset fixed. And that's kind of how the group's positivity started to grow. And when people see something that's positive, it could be the only positive place they go all day. So they always come back to it to tap on that energy. and then. They tell their friends, this group is phenomenal. This group is the bomb. I want you to come experience this too. Friends come in and they're like, wow, you're right. This is a highly uh, motivated group. People want to make friends with each other. They want to find friends because I keep everybody on a common journey. One more piece of my secret sauce. I don't have folks all over the place. They're on one common journey. And when you're on a common journey, you find commonality in any kind of struggles. If you're having a hard time getting motivated to work out, if you're having a hard time, you know, finding time to work out with your kids uh, around or your job is busy or uh, you're struggling with the push-ups and whatever, there's somebody else in that group that's feeling the same way that knows my answer to you is not like, yeah, that sucks. My answer is to you, how can we get there together? 
Now, what's something, because again, in the group, you know, you have your hashtags, FitFam, uh, Keep Dripping, and all those things. How, how did that come about? Because that's even something you see now outside of the private Facebook group. You got yeah. people just organically, basically marketing for you. Yeah. Where, did, yeah, yeah, where, yeah. Did that, where did you get the idea for that? So, so I will tell you this, there, there's certain things. Uh, so I got a lot of my business practices um, while I was going through my MBA studies at William & Mary. So I was looking at every type of top fitness uh, program on the market. I looked at everybody's program, CrossFit, P90X, everybody. So I looked at all of the top fitness programs, the in-person ones and the online ones. And I saw that nobody could really replicate CrossFit's community aspect. CrossFitters and their CrossFit box, people would come there just to be a part of the environment. It would come there just to be in the box. So I was like, how can I replicate that same type of family environment, that same type of, I want to come here every day to draw energy from it. Because I, I do CrossFit sometimes too. So I was able to see how much of a, a family environment that CrossFit boxers create. And I said, man, wouldn't it be powerful to bring to an online fitness community where it wasn't just a, a, a trainer talking directly to you you could interact with other people and draw energy from them as well. And that's where I'm at right now. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's a, a great thing, man. I, for you that's listening to this, I hope you're taking notes and not just taking notes and, and writing down things that are motivational that Jeff is saying, that, which, which is good. But part of the vision of the Doer's Journey podcast is that you're going to be taking notes that you can immediately take action on. So I want you to think about what can you implement that Jeff has shared with you, even when it comes to the community piece. So you started the Facebook group. That's the platform you decided to, to yeah. grow this community. And now it's like you said, it, it's a family. Um, yeah. And then from there, talk a little bit about, are you the only one, the only leader that's in there? Or have you implemented other things for uh, other people to hold people accountable? Yes. And so um, to give a little background, like I said, once again, you can't be uh, so tight that somebody's going to steal something from you that you don't share knowledge. So for me, I grew to the point to where I was able to bring in other trainers. So I have three other trainers that are independent contractors. They work with me in my business. And um, so now it's four total trainers. We all have the same ability in the group to engage with, with, uh, with our clients and talk to our clients and things of that nature. But I also empower my clients to set up a, 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 a small group, set up an accountability group, get together with some folks from the group and go for a run, do a workout together, do some HIIT training together. And that allows them to all feel like not only that they're a part of something, that they can be a leader within the group. So a lot of people are leaders within the group where they have their own small following of people who are accountable to them. So some of those people, like I said, that I dropped in the group that are, are highly motivated, driven people will say, hey, I want to take it one step further, Jeff. Give me a, give me a few folks to help keep accountable. And I'll say, hey, man, I'll give you 10 people and, uh, in your area, and you can kind of keep them accountable. So you'll see those 10 people taking photos in the bridge run and all kind of fun stuff. And, they bring, and that's when they bring on their own that face-to-face -face piece that I'm not able to do by being a solely online trainer. That's phenomenal. And then, you know, a thing that the word that came to my mind as you were talking again is family, but you literally have E2M 
fit family advocates out yes. there that will protect your brand. I think yeah. you've done such a great job with that. And one of the things that, as we wrap up here, Jeff, that, that I've seen about you is just your consistency and showing up uh, to yeah. the group. And talk, to, talk a little bit about that as far as the power of consistency of you or your other leaders, you know, showing up for your, your live Facebooks or your posts. Talk about that. Yeah. So, so I'll tell you something, and this is, uh, this is very simple. People, people don't, don't, um, don't invest in you until they know you care. And so when you show your clients that you care about them, they'll, they're happy to invest in you. There was, a, uh, there was a senior when I was at the Citadel named Carlos okay. who invested in me when I was a young freshman coming out of something, South Carolina, small town, going to the Citadel Military College, not knowing anything, that put his arms around me and said, hey, man, let me take you with me to Bible study, take you to church, things of that nature. And it really is stuck with me to this day. Like, those lessons that I learned from having somebody authentically, genuinely invest in me, anything Carlos ever asked me for, I'm an advocate, uh, doer's journey, whatever. If he was selling shoes, I'm selling shoes with him. Whatever he wanted to do, because he cared about me, I'm ready to invest in him. And all of my clients, I genuinely care about them. I don't just care about receiving their money. That's not my, that's not my thing. And that's my point that I'll make sure I get out to the entrepreneurs there. If you care about the people you serve, your clients, the money will come. If you do it for the money, you'll fail. If you do it for the love of whatever you're doing and you do it to make sure the clients have an exceptional experience, you will succeed. Take care of the clients first. Money will come second. Man, that's powerful. And I think that is a great place to end right there, Jeff. Just your servant's heart, and you just bring a ton of value, like you were saying earlier, to your clients. You deliver much more value than the actual clients investing into the program. And so again, Jeff, I just want to thank you for being on this podcast. Now, real quickly, before we do end, uh, where can people find you at and, and learn more about you and your program? Where's the best place for them to go? Yeah, so, uh, so I will tell you guys, I am on Facebook, but I'm, I'm maxed out there. So if you reach out there, uh, you know, if I'm friends with Carlos, you see me on there. I can't have any more Facebook friends, so please, you know, I don't want to offend anybody. So you can find me on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Mr. Queen City. Again, that's at Mr. Queen City, and my group page is E2M Fitness, E2M Fitness, both on Instagram. Um, I'll be happy to dialogue with anybody. You can see how my uh, client results look, some of the things that I do with my program, if you're interested, and or if you're a personal trainer out there and you you want a little mentorship like I said earlier uh, you know if you bring something to the table basically if you're committed to what you do I'll be happy to help awesome well thank you Jeff and again do us family make sure you go out there check Jeff out and do us a favor or do yourself a favor rewind this episode because Jeff dropped so many golden nuggets of value that you'll be able to you know take and just find one thing that you can implement whether it's creating that community or going out there and, and just being yourself being authentic listen to this episode over and over again all right jeff thank you for being on i appreciate hey, you man. thank you brother i appreciate it man great conversation thank you again
All right, Doer's Journey family, thank you for listening to this episode. Go out there, make it a great day. And remember, don't just be hearers, go out there and be doers. Thank you for listening to the Doer's Journey podcast. If you'd like to connect on social media, you can go to Instagram or Facebook and search the Doer's Journey podcast and we'll connect there. And also subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating. By leaving us a rating, you let us know how we can help you on your Doer's Journey and you also help other people find this podcast. Now go out there, make it a great day. And remember, don't just be a hearer, go out there and be a doer.